So welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of the Mortgage Calculator, and this is our sales training that we do every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern, where we go through more of the front end and the sales and the leads of the mortgage business. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today, we're going to be talking about closing and post-closing, specifically how that applies for us uh, as loan officers, right? So we're not talking about doing the job of the closing department or the post-closing department. We're talking about how this ties into us as loan officers and also how this ties into us being able to not only close the deal that we're dealing with, but also get more deals from that in a few different ways. So let's go ahead and get it started here. So the first thing that's very important about handling a closing right now, right now we're talking about a closing that you're already doing, right? Right now we're talking about a loan you have going. You need to make sure to manage the expectations of the client as far as when it can close, when it will close, right? That's the biggest thing. I mean, it's a huge thing that I see an issue with with newer loan officers, particularly of not communicating the and managing the expectations of their borrowers on when we close. Now, a more experienced loan officer knows that anything can and will go wrong in the loan process. So we're never promising closing dates. We're, we're, we're always making sure people understand that there's steps we have to take before this closes. Everything needs to be cleared. And then also not only managing their expectations, but also coordinating the closing. Now, you know, given title is going to coordinate the closing itself, but you are involved in the process, right? And so you want to make sure to touch base with your client. Did they schedule a time? Maybe you're included on the emails from title. So you're, you know, you're touching base, you're chiming in if need be, and just making sure that it gets done, right? So a lot of people think, hey, it's it's going to title and the closing department, and I'm never going to have to worry about anything again. I'm moving on to the next client. Definitely not. You're involved in the entire thing start to finish. And guess what? If something goes wrong, there's miscommunication. Maybe the closing is delayed by a day, two, three days. Maybe you could have prevented that. Maybe then we're over on the contract and maybe your loan doesn't even close in the first place just because you weren't paying enough attention. So remember, as the loan officer, we're responsible for the entire loan start to finish you know, until it's closed and funded. And what we'll talk about in a little bit is even after it's funded, right? So we need to manage our clients' expectations, keep in touch with them, coordinate the closing, or, or I guess I should say help, and then attend the closing if possible. Now, I know a lot of us deal with online leads. I know a lot of us are licensed in states that we don't necessarily live in. But when it comes to having a closing anywhere near you that you could possibly attend, you want to definitely attend, right? There's nothing like getting face-to-face -face with the client, nothing like being able to be there, take a picture once it's closed and all that kind of good stuff, right? So you want to attend the closing if possible. And if you can't attend, make sure that you're available because what's going to happen a lot of the time is when the client sits down at title or when the title, you know, a lot of the times it's a, a mobile notary will come to them. A lot of the times they have questions, 
a lot of the times it's the first time that they're really looking at everything on paper because everything else, you know, you've sent them CDs and changes of circumstance and there's all this stuff going on that's not as concrete, I guess I should say, until they're at the closing table. This is really the first time they're looking at numbers going, okay, this is officially exactly what I'm signing for, right? And remember, it's always going to be different than the quote you had sent them a month ago and the, the CD that you had sent them two weeks ago or whatever the case may be, right? So, you know, it's important to be available. Make sure that if you are not able to attend, that you touch base with the client, let them know, hey, I know that we're closing at 1 p.m. today. I will be available for you to call. If you have any questions about anything that you're signing, please give me a call because this has actually happened multiple times where people are at the closing table. They feel that something is wrong or maybe even something was wrong but they feel that something is wrong or they don't understand something. They try to get a hold of the loan officer. They can't. And so they back out of the deal or they end up not signing that day at least. And then, you know, pushing the deal further back, right? That's because the loan officer wasn't available. Now this ties back to what we've been talking about a lot lately, as far as you can't originate a loan as the legal loan officer of record. If you have a full-time job, doing something else, right? We've talked about that here lately on our team meetings of, you know, people wanting to originate a loan and take responsibility for it, but having some type of other full-time job, remember largest transaction of people's lives. They can't wait till you get off another job to work on their important largest transaction of their life, most important transaction of their life, right? And this also has to do with that. If at 1 p.m. the client is sitting at the closing table and you're not available for them to pick up the phone because you're doing something else, that's a huge problem. And that is where another point, you know, in which having some other kind of full-time job and not being a loan officer full-time will, you know, essentially make it so it's impossible for you to do your job as a loan officer correctly if you're not a full-time loan officer. So remember, you know, if you have some kind of other job, you're not going to be available 24 seven, then, you know, you want to refer that lead. You can still help work on it, be a junior loan officer on it. But, you know, some whoever's legally responsible for the file needs to be some somebody, you know, that's doing this full time readily available. So, again, make sure you mark on your calendar, literally. OK, my closing for this file is this day and this time. I'm going to put it on my calendar so that I'm literally sitting there by the phone ready to answer any questions that may come up. And I've expressed that to the client that I am there. I will be sitting by my phone and waiting for you to call if you have any questions at all. Because remember, title is not the loan officer, right? It's not their job to explain documents to them. They can tell them what they're signing. Oh yeah, you're signing that document. That's what that one's called. But it's not their job and they don't know all the ins and outs of mortgages or that deal or anything. It has nothing to do with title. A lot of people think that title is going to sit them down and walk them through everything. No, that's our job, right? And so we want to make sure we're available, put it on our calendar, block it off, not doing other calls. We're not, you know, doing anything else. That, that time is blocked on our schedule to be available for that client. 
And remember, the loan isn't closed until the loan is closed and funded, right? And we'll even talk about now going into post-closing how even after it's closed and funded, our job as the loan officer is still not done, right? But just remember, it's not closed until it's closed and it's funded. And there's a million things that can go can go wrong in between setting, you know, scheduling the closing to it actually closing and then it actually funding. I mean, there's a million different variables going on in this business. And so we have to be careful of that. Now, let's talk about post-closing. Obviously, once it does close, we want to congratulate the client. We want to thank the client. And we want to use the closing as a success story. So this is where it really wraps back into the the sales training part of it. If you're able to attend the closing, that's way better than not, right? Because if you're able to attend the closing, then you can do things like taking a picture with your clients, with them. Most title companies have, you know, a sign to hold up of I, you know, close my deal or they'll have a big key cardboard cutout for them to hold saying, I just got my home, you know, assuming this is a purchase. And so it's always best for you to be there And if it's okay with your clients to then use that picture on your social media, you should be posting that everywhere. That is the best post or content you could ever put on any of your social media is a success story with you and some happy clients happy and just closing a deal, right? So I also want to just put this to the new loan officers out there, it's even more important for you to do that with every deal that you have because your sphere is going to start to realize that you're actually closing transactions. So the people that are in your sphere that may be like, oh, I know they were new to the business. You know, maybe I want to not give them a call because I know that they're brand new. Uh, You know, those are the type of things that are going to start to bolster you in front of your own sphere and show that not only do you know what you're doing, but you're out here doing it and you're closing deals for people and helping them, right? So that's always the best. If you can't get that, if you're not able to be there, a lot of the times the client will have that picture, right? And so you should ask them, hey, did you, you know, take a picture of you with your keys or something or at the title company? I mean, nine times out of 10, if it's a purchase of a home, the title company is going to have them take some type of picture. And in that case, again, those are the best pieces of advertising you could ever have is a successful closing and a happy client and being able able to convey that in a picture and put that out to the masses, right? That's the best possible advertising that you have. So whether you're there and you can take the picture yourself or do it yourself, whether you can ask the client if they did and if they would mind sharing it with you so you could share whatever it is. And then if if we can't get any type of picture to illustrate it, we just want to post on our social media and just say, hey, you know, congratulations to so-and-so, just helped them close on their first home. So even if you don't have a picture, my point is every single closing, it's okay, great. The loan closed. Now the next steps are these right? The next steps are to use it as a success story. It's literally part of your job, right? It's not like, oh, I should, you know, I should post a, a post for them. Like, no, it's once it closes, 
we're going to go, okay, I need to post on all my social media, something. Am I posting a picture that I was there? Am I asking the client if they have a picture? Am I just posting a post? Am I making my own little graphic that says just closed X deal or whatever? This is, this is absolutely part of the process. It's not just kind of, a, oh, it's something cool I should post on social. No, this is loan close, moving on to the next steps, posting it as a success story. Another next step here is the closing gift. Remember, after we close a loan here at the Mortgage Calculator for a client, they're sent an email from our closing bot, I guess it's called, and it asks them some questions and then it curates a little gift package for them, a little gift box and sends them a little gift box and, you know, from us, right? So now you also have that as a follow-up point, which is what you're going to use to follow up and ask for referrals. We talked about this on a couple trainings lately. The closing gift is the perfect trigger for you to reach out and say, hey, did you get the closing gift we sent you? Or even did you get the invite for the closing gift? Because they do need to respond, you know, they need to fill out the questionnaire and that email that we send them of what kind of stuff they like in order for the closing gift system to curate a box for them and send it to them and stuff. So following up to make sure they got that email and explain what it is and how it works is a great follow-up tool, right? Because even then you're telling them you gave them something. So even though they haven't received it yet, it's still a great time to talk to them about referrals, right? Because they're you're, you're giving them something, even though they haven't received it yet. And then once they receive it again, another perfect time to follow up. Hey, did you get that closing gift we sent you? I just want to make sure to remind you, if you have any other needs, any friends, family, anybody you know, I would be really honored if you would mention my name. Referrals are the best you know, thing that we could have in this business. I would really appreciate it, et cetera, et cetera. And then last but not least, we need to be ready for post-closing conditions. There's still conditions even after closing. When I first got in the mortgage business, this really blew my mind. I'm like, what do you mean? The loan closed and and they funded it, the person has the home, and now there's still conditions? Well, yeah, there's still conditions, especially with us being a correspondent lender. You know, we have to fulfill these post-closing conditions. So the loan officer's job is not necessarily done, right? Of course, closing and post-closing are going to handle that, but they may need something from the client and may need for you to reach out because they haven't received something from the client. And so we need to make sure we're just ready and able to help you know, the closing department and, you know, with post-closing and just understand that, you know, a loan is never actually done until it's closed, funded. And, you know, obviously we've sold it. That means there's no post-closing conditions. And then remember too, this is one thing I wanted to put on here. I, it didn't fit on this, this slide here is EPOs, early payoff penalties. These are big. So once you've closed your loan, and it's funded, and we've even sold that loan off, and you've cleared all the post-closing conditions, the client could refi again within six months, or they could, you know, sell it within six months. And in that case, that triggers an early payoff penalty. Then all of the commission is taken back. It's taken back from us. It's taken back from you. Everybody loses all of the money. And so it's very important for us to manage those expectations as well up front, right? So to rewind a little bit, when we're doing the loan up front, we want to make sure to manage our client's expectations, make sure that they're aware of this. They're signing documents that says they're not going to do that, right? But of course, we 
they can't be forced to, of course, they can sell their home if they'd like to, but it's going to cost you your commission. It's going to cost the company our commission. And it's technically going against, you know, what they had signed up for, right? So we need to make sure we're clear with the clients to make sure they understand that that's the case, that they're not supposed to be selling it or refinancing it within six months. And, you know, what happens if they do is that all of the commission is, you know, taken back. And so it's definitely something you want to discuss with your clients right up front of saying, hey, are you going to sell this? within the next six months? Or are you planning to refinance again within the next six months? This is particularly a big problem right now because rates are trending downward, right? And when rates are trending downward, it only takes you know a little bit of another jump down for them to go, wait a minute, I could go from a six to a five now. Now I want to refi five months after I just refinance and boom, now an EPO is triggered. Everybody loses all their commissions you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's definitely something to be aware of. Same thing with the early payment default. Remember that your clients, if they default within the first six months, then we have to repurchase the loan and everyone's commission is gone, right? So those are two things that are way after closing, six months after closing, we're still waiting to make sure that there's no early payoff and there's no early payment default. Now, early payment default is if they obviously miss one of the mortgage payments in the first six months. That triggers that. So it's important for us to be professionals up front, make sure that we're not giving loans to people who can't afford them because it's not going to do us any good because we're going to lose even more than the money, right? It's even worse than doing, you know, you'd rather not do the loan in the first place than do it have an EPO or EPD, and then have to give all the commission back and be out all that time and all that money and all those resources and the company loses a bunch of money, all the the costs that we have to close loans. So, you know, very big deal to make sure, hey, are they actually qualified? Are they planning to make the payments? Are they planning to sell a refi soon? I mean, you'll talk to people and they'll straight up tell you, yeah, I'm I'm trying to sell it. Well, okay, well, that's going to be a problem, right? That's a discussion that we need to have, that if you're trying to put it back up on the market the next day after we refinance, then that's going to be a problem, right? You're going to need to have the intention of keeping this property for the next six months at least, right? And so that's something we need to do on our end. So again, coming back here to recap, when it comes to closing and post-closing, manage the client's expectations on the closing dates, right? Which again, we never promise. So for newer loan officers out there, we never promise closing dates. There's no such thing as a, yes, we'll close your loan in three weeks, right? That that it doesn't exist. We Some loans might close in two weeks if they're able to, and some loans might take two months if that's what it takes, right? There's a million different factors involved. Everything from appraise, getting the appraisal from the appraiser to getting documents from the client when there's conditions, we have to wait on the client. If they wait two weeks to send us a document, the loan is delayed by two more weeks, right? And there's all kinds of millions of things in between. So don't promise anything that you can't deliver on. Manage the expectations of not only when we will be closed, but at what point will we know what date we're going to close and be able to set the closing date, help coordinate the closing, be involved, 
make sure we know exactly when the closing is, attend the closing if possible. If we can't attend, we literally mark on our calendar. So either way, every loan that we have that closes is going to be marked on our calendar. And I'm talking about us as a loan officer, right? You as a loan officer, whether you're attending it, it should be marked on your calendar. Or if you're not attending it, it should still be marked on your calendar so that you can make sure that you're available for the client. Make sure that the client knows that, convey that to the client. I'm just letting you know, even though I can't attend in person because I live in a different state or area, I'm here for you. I'm literally waiting by my phone for you to call me if anything comes up or if you have any questions about anything. And again, the loan is not closed until it's closed and funded. So we're never letting go. We're never passing off a loan. We're never saying, oh, it went to the closing department. Now it's done and I can move on and take my money and run, right? Your money's not your money's not actually realized until the loan is closed and funded. And on top of that, your money is not actually realized until the early payoff penalty is closed, right? All commissions are in advance until that early payment early payoff period is passed, right? So just keep that in mind. There's there's no, you know, the finish line is when the loan is funded, closed, and has remained in good standing for six months after that. Okay, cool. We're done with the loan. But we still need to work with the client. We're still talking to them, using them success stories, giving them their closing gift, we're following up, we're asking for referrals, and then we're always ready for the post-closing conditions. So just keep all that in mind here when you're doing loans. And again, especially for newer loan officers, these are things that you may not think of or that maybe even some of you, when you were from the broker world and maybe more of a like uh, a place where you kind of hand the files off to a processor in a closing department and you're more on the phones making smaller commissions up front on the phones, things like that, right? So some of you even more experienced people may be from a world where this isn't as prevalent. But remember, as the mortgage calculator, we're responsible for the loan start to finish. Yes, we have an intake department. Yes, you have a processor assigned to the file. Yes, we have a closing department. But it's our file, ours and only ours all the way through the process. We're the one with the client. We're the one making the commission. We're the licensed individual of record on the file. So there is no one that's going to take your file to finish line besides you. And then once we're at the finish line, that's when a whole other process starts. We don't go, okay, cool, loan is closed, moving on. No, that's a whole other process, reaching out to the client, asking for referrals, using it as a success story. Okay, now we got to find what picture or what post or what graphic are we going to use for our success story? We're going to post it on all of our social media. We're going to use that and we're going to set, probably set a task to, to post it all the time. And you should be posting success stories on your social media every week, even if you're reusing the same success stories, that's fine. You're proud that you have helped these people do whatever it is that they're looking to do. And then of course, just don't forget about that closing gift. It's a really cool thing. It's a, they get an email after they close. It's actually called Eva. Eva bot is the closing gift bot. And it just emails them, ask them some questions. They fill it out. It curates a nice little gift package from the mortgage calculator, sends it to them. So they know, uh, you know, that it was from us and uh, make sure to use that to your advantage. And of course the key after closing is always follow up, ask for referrals. All right. Let's see here. We do have a question 
How long is a quote valid for? So remember our quotes at the mortgage calculator, the quoting system, it's only good for that day, right? Of course, because the rates change every single day. So all you're doing is showing them, hey, with this scenario you gave me, here's the rates for today. Here's what your closing costs would be as far as lender fees. And here's the rates for today, right? Well, they're whenever they actually proceed with the loan and submit their application and you know all that kind of stuff, at that point, you can talk about locking the loan at whatever rates are at that point, right? But of course, the rates are only good for the exact day that they are. You're showing them real rates. And of course, the next morning, those real rates are going to change. So our quotes are just a snapshot of, hey, this is exactly what it would look like if we did it today. And then it's on them to move forward. And then at that point, once they've submitted their application, we pull credit, we've done X, Y, Z, and they're still ready to move forward. At that point, you would lock the loan. And that's when you would be locking it at whatever pricing. And, you know, we do have a training on that. Actually, we have a couple trainings on that where Jose talks about rate lock management. And that's a whole other training, right, on when to lock, you know, when is the best time to lock? What are the indicators of whether you should lock the loan now or wait a little bit? And then Angela saying, my client was very pleased with the gift. Perfect. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, they're cool little things, you know, little trinket things, but it's cool. And it's always nice to get a nice little curated, you know, little box. It's fun to get something in the mail and it's a little gift and stuff. And it reminds them of you. It has the mortgage calculator on it. And that way, you know, again, they have time, they'll reach out to you and don't forget to use it as a follow-up for referrals. And if they don't reach out to you, Make sure to reach out to them. Just check in and make sure you got it. Because also some people don't, don't, you know, don't ever fill out the email. Some people don't really put two and two together of what it is. So you want to make sure that they understand they were sent an email and what that email is. And you want to make sure they get their little closing gift as a little token of appreciation from you. All right. Oh, look at that. Angela said second deal in progress. So there you go. The client liked the first gift. Now they're doing one. Now who knows if that was just the gift, but the point is that I'm sure that it helped the situation and made them feel like we appreciate them and just puts that extra little touch on it and makes them think about us that much more. All right. Looks like we're done right on time then. I don't see any other questions. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Remember, 12 p.m. Eastern time, we do this every weekday where we go through the front end of the mortgage process and talking about leads. We got some great topics for the rest of the week, too, so I'm excited. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern, for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator.